A new law was passed in the state of Oklahoma making the practice of wholesaling houses illegal without a real estate license. On this video, I'm gonna break down this bill, why it happened and how it applies to you as a wholesaler in Oklahoma. And if you don't wholesale in Oklahoma, you still need to see this video because the wholesaling industry is on the brink of disruption. And I believe this is just the beginning and other states are gonna quickly follow suit. So you need to know what's happening and be prepared. All that and more coming up. For a limited time, you can get a free copy of Jerry Norton's Data Cruncher software, which finds cheap houses in your area. Get it now at mydatacruncher.com. If you're new here, my name is Jerry Norton, and I've been a full-time real estate investor now for almost 18 years. Amongst other things, I specialize in flipping houses all across the country, and I've helped thousands of new investors get into the game of flipping and create six-figure and even seven-figure incomes. If you want to learn how to flip houses so you can live your dream life, be sure to subscribe to my channel and click the bell icon to get notified when new videos are released. Now, I'm not going to say I told you so. Well, yes, I am. I told you so. And if you've been following my channel, you know that I've been leading the charge on informing and explaining and frankly warning the wholesaling industry about the impending regulations that are coming to wholesalers everywhere. For some reason, I seem to be the only one who is really concerned about this. I don't want to beat a dead horse, but this new law in Oklahoma is another big move to open the floodgates to more regulations everywhere. I think we're on the brink of a domino effect. Let's take a quick look at what's happened just in the past year or two. First, in 2019, the state of Illinois took a huge move to regulate wholesaling. Led by the National Association of Realtors, or NAR, the state revised their Real Estate Licensing Act to require anyone who wholesales more than one deal per year to have a real estate license and be subject to the same rules, regulations, and oversight as real estate agents. And Illinois wasn't messing around. Failure to comply can result in a $25,000 fine per violation. Next, the city of Philadelphia passed similar regulations in an effort to crack down on wholesalers who they believe are taking advantage of naive property owners in up-and-coming neighborhoods. While not as rigorous and as formal as a real estate license, the new legislation requires a fee, specific disclosures, and adherence to a strict code of ethics. And like Illinois, this regulation was enthusiastically endorsed by NAR and the Greater Philadelphia Association of Realtors. Violations result in penalties in addition to the seller's right to nullify sales contracts entered into with an unlicensed wholesaler or where certain disclosures are not executed properly. In the city of Atlanta, homeowner complaints of being harassed by wholesalers' incessant phone calls, letters, and inquiries led the city of Atlanta to pass an ordinance prohibiting commercial solicitations from wholesalers. And now effective November 1, 2021, again spearheaded by NAR, the state of Oklahoma passed a similar law as Illinois, making the practice of wholesaling illegal without a real estate license. Now, in a minute, I'll break down this law so you fully understand what you can and can't do, but this is something that all wholesalers, regardless of what state you're in, should be concerned with. Part about all of this that has me so agitated is that the overall sentiment towards wholesalers coming from NAR, local and state agencies, and the media in general is overly derogatory. Now, I recently did a reaction video about a discouraging article published by Bloomberg News disparaging wholesalers. Now, if you wanna see how bad wholesalers are being portrayed, watch that video. 
I'll put the link in the description box below for you. Now, the reason why I believe regulation is going to happen nationwide is because NAR, the National Association of Realtors, is one of the most powerful organizations in America, and they are gunning for wholesalers and have significant influence with local and state government and regulatory boards. They are coming for wholesalers, and we need to make a stand. I believe it's time for the wholesaling industry to raise the bar, perform at a higher level, and get better educated and create and adhere to best practices and a code of ethics. All said and done, we need to organize and take a stand before NAR steamrolls us into oblivion. Now, before I break down the new Oklahoma law, let's make sure you are clear about what the issues are with wholesalers and where the complaints are arising from. The definition of wholesaling is when someone enters into a contract to purchase real estate and immediately attempts to resell for profit their position called equitable interest in that real estate contract to a different purchaser called a cash buyer prior to closing on the property. That's the definition of wholesaling. To simplify, let me give an example. I enter into a contract for $100,000 with a seller and then immediately market my contract for sale and find a cash buyer willing to pay, let's say, $115,000 for the property. And then using a simple assignment of contract documents, I flip my contract to the cash buyer prior to closing for a $15,000 profit. And unlike the current narrative, wholesalers help their communities by offering desperate sellers who do not have the time or resources to undergo a traditional sale a solution to quickly offload an unwanted property. But unfortunately, the wholesaling industry is attracting the attention of regulators because bad wholesalers, either intentionally or unintentionally, take advantage of sellers in distress. The argument is that because wholesalers are not required to complete any formal training and operate under little to no regulation, unethical wholesalers have free reign to operate ruinously with little recourse, which, as I've stated, has led to continued scrutiny in recent years and subsequent regulations. More specifically, NAR and consumer protection agencies have two fundamental problems with wholesalers. First, is that the wholesaler often has no intention of actually purchasing the property and never takes title to the property. And if the wholesaler cannot find another buyer to sell the contract to, he will typically back out of the contract without closing. This is a big no-no because not only does it violate proper disclosure, it's dishonest to say you're a cash buyer when you're not. But backing out of a contract is potentially harmful to a seller for obvious reasons. The second big complaint coming from NAR is that wholesalers will publicly market the property as if they actually own the property, when in fact, they only have a contract to purchase the property. NAR's argument is that the marketing methods of wholesalers is the same method that licensed real estate agents use to market a property for a seller, yet the wholesaler is not required to hold an active real estate license or be regulated and monitored, which of course isn't right or fair, and again, potentially harmful to sellers. Now, I personally think NAR just wants to force wholesalers to pay membership dues like it does to agents and also monopolize the selling process, but that's not the point. The point is, when NAR lobbies before local and state consumer protection advocates against wholesalers, they make a compelling argument and get a lot of support, which is why we're seeing more and more regulations being passed and why I believe it's only a matter of time before regulation comes to a market near you. So if you're a wholesaler or aspiring wholesaler, for the sake of preserving the wholesaling industry, I want to encourage you to immediately raise the bar 
by doing the following five things. One, get properly educated. Learn how to structure a wholesale deal that is a win-win for all involved. Two, fully disclose to sellers your intentions. If you are not an actual cash buyer and do not have the means or the ability to close on the property, do not present yourself as such. That is viewed as dishonest. Three, stop backing out of contracts. If you're not certain you can close the deal, don't sign with a seller in the first place. Make it a goal to close 100% of the contracts you sign with sellers. And four, stop marketing the property as if you own the property. Always disclose and get permission from the seller and be very clear and transparent that you are marketing a contract, not a property, because as far as NAR is concerned, if it looks like a duck, swims like a duck, and quacks like a duck, then it's a duck. And five is optional, but I strongly recommend you avoid the practice of assigning contracts. While this is the customary method to wholesale, assignments are a big gray area and viewed by many governing bodies, such as the state of Ohio and many others, as a fraudulent practice. Now to learn why and understand in greater detail, I did a video that breaks it down. I'll put the link in the description below and you can check it out later. If anything, assignments put you on the radar and makes you subject to scrutiny. Instead, close as the buyer and then resell the property to a cash buyer. Known as a double closing, this allows you to perform on the original contract with the seller and is the best way to keep your nose clean and stay out of trouble. That means you'll need capital to fund your double closings, but don't worry, I started a fund to provide 100% of the cash you need for double closing transactions. To learn more about how to use my money to fund your deals, go to usejerryscash.com. Now let's take a look at Bill 1148, recently passed by Oklahoma. This bill is an amendment to the licensing code. Here's what's been added that is pertinent to wholesalers. It reads, it shall be prohibited for any, and then from here to here includes all of the ways you could be represented in a transaction, such as person, partnership, officers or employees of any partnership, trustees or beneficiaries of any trust, association, or corporation. So no hiding behind an entity. So it shall be prohibited to publicly market for sale an equitable interest in a contract for the purchase of real property between a property owner and a prospective purchaser without holding an active Oklahoma real estate license. In other words, you have to be licensed to do assignment of contracts. The good news is it's okay if you buy the property and resell it. It clearly states that's okay, but if you plan on doing assignments after November 1, 2021, you need to have an active real estate license. As far as repercussions for violators, the law states a $1,000 fine per incidence or up to six months of prison. And just to be clear, as a licensee, you fall under the jurisdiction of the Oklahoma Real Estate Commission. There are five things you'll need to adhere to. One, you have to pass the national and state real estate license exams and complete ongoing continuing education classes. Two, you have to pass a basic background check. Three, the commission can investigate consumer complaints and resolve disputes and claims about you that are free to the public. In other words, if a consumer has an issue he doesn't need a lawyer, he simply files a complaint with the board. Four, the commission can implement ongoing regulations that they deem necessary that you must follow. And five, you will be required to follow any and all Oklahoma laws and regulations. Now, personally, I'm fine with all of that. I'm a licensed real estate broker and have been for many years. I think the pros of being licensed far outweigh the cons as a wholesaler. 
But here's what I'd like to do. I'd like to create standardized training, best practices, and a code of ethics for wholesalers and form our own association so that we can have a voice and a seat at the regulator's table with proper representation. Let me know your thoughts. Do you think that's a good idea? Would you participate? Would you join and be a part? If so, leave a comment and let me know. Now, while disruption in the industry might feel daunting to some, change is inevitable. But by staying informed of what is happening in the industry, you can prepare yourself for the future. New regulation presents new challenges for investors and wholesalers alike, but with it also comes new opportunity to embrace the change and step up and become a leader in the industry. It all starts with what you say and do and how you interact with sellers. And even if indirectly or unintentionally, you may be acting in a way that is harmful to sellers. So next, I want you to watch a video to find out the five most common ways wholesalers act dishonestly, unethically, and even illegally. Watch that video now, and if you wanna make more money and less time flipping houses so you can live your dream life, don't forget to subscribe to my channel. With over 750 videos, this is the number one channel on YouTube for all things flipping, and I'll see you on the next video.